Hey, David, today we're talking about the M word. Mozzarella? I love mozzarella. Can we have like some mozzarella stuff later? Not that M word. No. We get to talk about monetizing your podcast. Oh, my second favorite M word. (laughs) (laughs) So monetizing your podcast is a really hot topic. It's a hot topic in our community and it's a hot topic in pretty much every podcasting community that we are involved in. And you and I have done a pretty good job of monetizing our podcast, even with a tiny audience, even just starting out. So I thought it would be pretty cool to talk to our audience today about how we monetized our podcast and what are some ways they can monetize their podcast. I love that idea and I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Mastering the Podcaster Mindset. I'm Tiffany Kane, podcast coach and professional development expert. And I am David Seiss, professional dialogue and voiceover editor. Together, we will go on a journey with you to truly master the podcasting mindset. Let's break past mindset beliefs that often create barriers to success. You will learn techniques and insider secrets to raise the power of your content and the quality of your sound. We believe your voice is powerful. Your story needs to be told and there is someone out there who will be inspired because you have the courage to share your insights through your podcast. Now, here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. So today we are talking about monetizing your podcast. We just finished a 10-week podcasting course called Launching and Leveraging Your Podcast for Accelerated Success. And one of our modules in that 10-week course was on monetizing your podcast. It's something David and I really enjoy talking about because we have a really creative way of monetizing our podcasts. And each of our podcasts got monetized before we even had a thousand downloads on our podcast. I'm pretty impressed with us. Me too. (laughs) And our next podcast is going to be monetized before we even launch. So we're breaking the myth that you have to have a ton of downloads to and a ton of episodes and a, a huge audience before you can monetize your podcast. And I love when we get to break myths down. (laughs) <laughs> I, I was surprised even uh, somebody that we really, really enjoy their message, a large company, had put out a paper recently where it said that you need to have a minimum of a thousand downloads per episode before you start to monetize, which blew me away because like you said, all of our podcasts, we monetized before we had a thousand downloads over the entire show, not just mm-hmm. one episode. So yeah. I was pretty surprised at that. Yep. So today we're going to go over six ways to monetize, and then we're going to be doing a series over the next um, month or so going into our three favorite ways to monetize. And it's the three ways that we have monetized our podcast in an amazing, exciting way. (laughs) So today we're going to go over six ways and then listen in the future for our three favorite ways. And we will be going into each of those ways. They will each have their own episode and we'll be going into depth on each of those ways. It's pretty, this is fun. This it is, is a fun, fun topic. I enjoy this a lot. 
Okay. So the first way to monetize your podcast is a pretty fun, simple way. It's the good old Patreon, buy me a coffee, pod fam, pod page. There's all these places where you can put a link on the bottom of your show and have somebody be a patron for you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's very common in the arts to have a patron. And basically a patron is somebody that supports your artistic endeavors. So this is a, a great way to monetize your podcast. It's usually on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. Usually you're getting patrons that maybe have a 5 or $10 a month um, patron to you. Um, so this may not be like you're able to pay your rent, <laughs> <laughs> but you might be able to cover your podcasting expenses through Absolutely. something like setting a patron, Patreon or a buy me a coffee. Yeah, definitely. And the good thing about it is it gives you, um, it's another way of utilizing all of your content mm-hmm. because you can even have it, um, if you go onto something like Twitch or Discord or any of that type of thing, you can, I've even seen somebody recently that did like a pre-release of their episode so that their patrons mm-hmm. feel like they're getting, you know, sneak peeks into what's upcoming kind of thing. Yeah. And they'll sit and have conversations with them, dedicate extra little time. And it's simple things like that. So it really doesn't take a lot of extra work mm-hmm. to make that feel valuable for people. But it, it does take a little bit. But it, it does, like you say, it gives you a way of paying for the podcast where you can continue to do it and enjoy your mm-hmm. hobby if that's what it is. Or, yeah. Um, yeah, just a great way to go, for so sure. This is a great option for a hobbyist podcaster. And I do think that it creates a really nice sense of community for those people that are your patrons, because you're spending extra time with them and they're getting that extra attention. Um, and if you do it in a way where you actually truly are engaging with your audience, it's a fun way to have some authentic engagement with your audience as a hobbyist podcaster. Yeah. That's so fun. It is fun. Okay. This next one, <laughs> this next one, David. You, you have opinions on this one. <laughs> we have opinions on yeah. this one. Go for it, David. Let's hear your The next one is one. advertising. Mm-hmm. Advertising with your podcast. So running ads at the beginning, end of your podcast, whatever it may be. The thing I don't like about advertising is to me, they, they're not very genuine. They don't mm-hmm. necessarily always fit with your podcast. I've seen people have five minutes of ads oh. before the podcast even begins. I mean, what listener wants to sit there and listen to five minutes of five ads minutes. before even hearing the conversation start? Before even hearing your intro, yep. you get five minutes of ads. It's it's uh, can be a little overwhelming and, and has made me turn podcasts off mm-hmm. <laughs> because of that. But even with that, the amount of numbers that it takes to really have income from ad dollars, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot when you start to break it down. It is. So advertising goes off the traditional TV advertising model of CPM, cost per mill. Mill is Latin for thousand. So basically what happens in the TV ad world is they get paid per thousand TV watchers, which, you know, those numbers kind of make sense because for the Super Bowl, how many millions of people are watching? So that, <laughs> right. that's some good ad money they're making. For a podcaster, though, when we know that the top 50% of podcasters have 26 listeners yeah. or da- downloads per episode in their first seven days, let's put it that way, 
um, if you get 26 downloads per episode, you're in the top 50% of all podcasts. Right. And it's really only in the top 5% of podcasts where you get into that thousand downloads in your first seven days. So it's a teeny tiny number, right? It's a tiny number. So if I'm a podcaster and I have worked my patookie off to get to a thousand downloads per episode, David, how much money am I making per episode for getting that thousand downloads? (laughs) About 20 bucks. (laughs) About 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. The average CPM is between 18 and $25 per thousand downloads on your podcast. And it's not the lifetime of that episode. It is in that first about 28 days of the episode. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it makes it a little bit frustrating. If you're a giant show, yeah, you can make some money off advertising. But if Absolutely. you're a smaller show, it becomes harder. Now, there are apps like Podcorn, which cater to smaller shows being able to get ad dollars. But there's a big, long process with that. We'll let you guys um, explore that a little bit more. Buzzsprout has a great integration with Podcorn. It makes it pretty darn easy. But again, you're going to be making somewhere between $15 and $30 per episode. And you have to write a proposal and submit your ad and they approve it and then typically it's only for four episodes and so right. then you have to go through that process again to get somewhere between 50 and 30 dollars an episode sometimes you can get up to 40 with an epi- with the right um, advertiser but it's kind of a lot of work for 30 or 40 bucks and again you are paid for that one episode it's not over all of your episodes. So it's not our favorite way for indie podcasters to Mm, make money. No. Yeah, it definitely works for the larger podcast, but for the indie podcaster that's not getting the bigger numbers, ad dollars can be difficult to come by for sure. All right. Here's one of our favorites, David. (laughs) This is one we're going to be going into a lot more detail on in future episodes. What is this one, David? Uh, The lovely sponsorship. Sponsorship. We love this. Yeah. We have three sponsors that have sponsored this podcast. Earthworks Audio Mm -hmm. has been a sponsor of this podcast. Riverside.fm. The link is down in the show notes for Riverside.fm. It's when we're recording remotely, we use Riverside. And so... Um, Riverside's been a great sponsor of us. Um, they're also we're also affiliates with them, which we're going to talk about affiliates in a second. Yeah. Um, but they actually sponsored our trip to Podfest Expo, which yeah. was really exciting. And our newest, our newest <laughs> is Focus Right with their Vocaster One and Vocaster Two. They are. Um, really giving us an amazing sponsorship package and helping us grow this show and really giving us what we need to launch our third show, which is yeah. just so very exciting. So sponsorship is very lucrative, especially if you're a niche podcast and you have an audience that the sponsor really wants. And we're going to go into a lot more detail on this yeah. in a future episode. David, what do you think is the key to getting a sponsor. 
building your community around whatever your niche is. Mm -hmm. To me, that's probably the most beneficial to the sponsor is knowing where all of your fingers are and where you're reaching people. And it's one of those things where if people like you and trust you, they're going to buy what you tell them to yeah. buy. And that for a sponsor is ideal because they don't have to worry about trying to convince people with their advertising. Mm -hmm. They have people out there that are sending their message for them and making it easy on their side because people really do trust the people in their community. So your community is probably number one when it comes to your sponsors. In fact, in our community, there's a phrase that says, well, if the sexy sound guy says I should do it, then I should. <laughs> <That's silly. laughs> so David is our sexy sound guy. So whenever he tells anybody, this is the mic you should be using, this is the interface you should be using, this is the recording platform you should be using, they trust you so much, David, that they're like, okay, if you say that's what I should be using, I'll use it. And they do. They do. Yeah. So it's it's pretty incredible. And that's what our sponsor's like. I would say the other big key is creating a relationship with that sponsor. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's just as important as creating your community mm -hmm. relationship. Yeah. Because they become part of your community. Yeah. We didn't ask for sponsorship from any of those sponsors until we had had a very good relationship with them. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I mean, Earthworks reached out to us and said, hey, we're going to send you stuff because we like what you're doing. Right. <laughs> you didn't even have How to ask. How can we ask. support you? Yeah. Exactly. We didn't even have to ask yeah. with them. So um, it was almost the same with Riverside and almost the same with Focus, right? <laughs> it was just our relationship with them was so strong that... They were like, yeah, how can we help you? How can we support you? Yeah. And it's really cool. So, and we feel comfortable with it because it's all, those are all products that we use and we enjoy and we feel comfortable telling our community to use. So. Yeah. All right. On to the next one. So this <laughs> is, we've gone through three, uh, doing a Patreon advertising sponsorship. Here is the fourth way to monetize your podcast. This is becoming an affiliate for products that you use. This was a surprising one for me mm. because it's something that once you get signed up for, all of a sudden you get a notification. Oh, yeah. you just had somebody sign up. It just happened to us the other day and we're like, what? Well, where'd that money come from? That's amazing. Uh -huh. Yeah. So affiliates, I think are uh, a really fun way of getting monetized because all of a sudden you get this notification, boop, you've made some money. And even though it's not huge amounts of money, it's still kind of a fun surprise. So I it wouldn't is. necessarily use affiliate as uh, something that I would consider steady income, more of fun money mm. because it's like just this instant burst of here's a few extra dollars for you and not something that is consistent, but is fun when it happens. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. It, it may not be super consistent. It all depends how actively you are pushing the affiliates. affiliates. I do know of people that make multiple six yeah. figures just being just affiliates. Just being affiliates. Yeah. So, but it is their almost full-time sales job being right. affiliates. Um, for us, we have an affiliate link with Buzzsprout. We have an affiliate link with Riverside.fm. We actually negotiated a special contract with Riverside to get a special affiliate link. Um, and what is beautiful about it is 
we feel comfortable telling our community about it because it doesn't cost them more money. Right. It actually often saves them money because with the affiliate link comes some sort of discount yep. or some sort of kickback and bonus. Buzzsprout gives an Amazon gift card. Um, Riverside gives a discount. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah. So we feel comfortable because we know when our community is purchasing through these affiliate links, they're getting a discount and we're getting a, a sweet little Sweet little, uh, little bit surprise of in the mail. It's, yeah. it's, it's pretty cool. So yeah. we like the affiliate piece. It's fun. All right. Fifth way, David. Products and services. This is a fun one. This is. Yeah. We have a really fun story about this. So when you're thinking of products and services, these a product might be something like a t-shirt, a hat, a mug, stickers, a journal, a book, things like that are products that mm-hmm. you can sell through your podcast. And that's fun because then you guys go out and see people wearing your shirt, which we have Ed, who is the host of um, The Greatest Song Ever Sung Poorly, is in our membership group. <laughs> and he has a great story of going out and seeing somebody wearing a shirt. Yeah, And it happened to be a day where he was kind of the podcast fade was hitting him a little and he saw somebody wearing a shirt. It totally pumped him up. And he went, oh, oh yeah, I have influence. And this is <laughs> there, pretty cool. There is a reason I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then services, these are the kinds of things that you do to help people out. So there's somebody in our community that does cybersecurity mm-hmm. and his podcast is all about cybersecurity. And so he offers services, cybersecurity services. Ed, again, uh, karaoke, a service that he could provide is I will curate a list for your birthday party, for your bachelor party, for your bar mitzvah, whatever you mm-hmm. want, where you want to do karaoke, I will curate a list for you. So it might be something along those lines. So those are services. Yeah. Now we have a super fun story about some podcasters who were able to monetize their podcast in a big way and in a really fun way through their services. And we love creative stories of monetizing your podcast. I think my favorite part is it was totally unexpected. It wasn't something Mm -hmm. that they were going for. It was just something that happened by being in the right place at the right time and having the right person see you. Yes. And I think that's the best part of of this story. Go ahead. You you know, I'm always talking about being in proximity to possibility. Like right. you have to get out there, you have to be doing things and then magical opportunities and possibilities find you. And so this is what happens with our friends, Emily Palacios and Stephanie Loverde of Cycle Chats. They are such fun women and they came to Podfest Expo fully dressed in their gear with their, their they call themselves cycle cats on the cycle chats and <laughs> they had their little cat ears they had their tie-dyed blazers they were wearing blue and pink boots and the whole Podfest Expo they were in their gear yep. and they played a game they had their tiny pink mic which <laughs> I'm a I know jealous. you love you love their tiny pink mic they had their tiny pink mic plugged into their cell phone and they had these this deck of cards with questions about um, women in history. Mm. So it was, they're, they're a women's podcast about women's issues. And so they were playing this game going around and 
asking trivia questions about women's history. It was so stinking fun. And they'd ask you a question and you'd answer in the tiny mic. And, you know, anyway, they went up to Jess Cooperman, who is the um, host of the co-host of She Podcast, and she's the founder co-founder of She Podcast Live, and mm-hmm. she hosted a party at PodFest <clears throat> Expo. So they went up to her and they're like, Jess, can we play a game with you? Would you answer this question? And she answered the question, and she had so much fun. She <clears throat> said, can I hire you guys to run <laughs> games at She Podcast Live in Washington, D.C. in October? I love it. Would you do that for me? Yeah. And they're like, um... Yeah. Yeah. Out out yeah. twisted my arm. <laughs> <laughs> so they have a paid gig yep. for their podcast. Going to DC. <laughs> Going to DC. Yeah. Really, really cool. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. We can be so creative in the ways that we monetize our podcast. For sure. Like I said, in ways that we don't even expect. In ways we don't even expect. <laughs> so we're going to be going into this one in much more depth in the future. Uh, we we might even have the Cycle Chats girls on to talk about this. That would I be think, fun. I, I think, think that we would should. be a blast. Yeah. It would be so fun. All right. So um, let's move into the last one. This is the number one way to monetize your podcast. I would agree. This is where... You're going to make the most money, especially as a niche podcaster, an indie podcaster, somebody with a a smaller community. This is going to be your absolute number one way to bring in the big bucks. Are you guys ready to hear this way? And it will. It will bring in multiple six figures, seven figures. It will absolutely do this. You guys ready? Are you ready, David? I'm ready. All right. This is by... Selling your courses, your mastermind, your membership, your retreat. You are going to make the most money by doing this through your podcast. Advertise yourself on your podcast. (laughs) Right? That's such a good idea. It is. This is what we do with our membership group. We do this when we're talking about our courses. I talked about it at the beginning of this episode that we just got finished teaching our launching and leveraging your podcast for accelerated success. We're going to be launching it again in six weeks. So we're going to be continuing to talk about that course and getting people on the wait list because it's a great course. And This is the way we have really been able to massively monetize our podcast. I have a friend who is going to be on this podcast. She is the founder of Cap Show, Deidre. And she, in her very first year of podcasting, on her very first podcast ages ago, made $226,000, I think it was, by monetizing her podcast through her courses. Yeah. Amazing. I think a great part about this also is that no matter what your niche is, there's something that you can do to kind of incorporate this into your plan for monetization, whether it be a course that you're teaching how to make headbands if you're if you're a craft yes. person or if you're somebody who um, wants to travel, you can do retreats and that sort of mm-hmm. stuff and organize those things and go see amazing places and take your listeners along with you and kind of build that community even stronger and just continue to grow and and just experience wonderful things. I, I think it's amazing what what can happen through this type of monetization. And here's the thing about a podcast, David. It is probably the last medium left where people spend a significant amount of time with you. I mm-hmm. mean, 
reels last maybe six seconds. Right. <laughs> 90 seconds, if you're really lucky, somebody will hang out with you for 90 seconds on your <laughs> reel. Um, people, people are not hanging out with content creators for very long, but they will put on a podcast and they will listen to an entire podcast. So if somebody's hanging out with you for 20 minutes, 40 minutes, 60 minutes a, a week, then there it's it becomes this very intimate connection and your audience really gets to know you like you trust you they want to be in your community they are choosing they're already opting in they're already a warm audience and this is what we find is you and I we really don't have to sell Mm-mm, ever no. and we're not salespeople. we're not but we've done well with it because people like us and trust us yep and we give a good product so mm-hmm. We'll have conversations with people. They might say, oh, I'm a little bit on the fence. Okay, let's hop on a call. Let's have a conversation. Yeah. But we don't sell people. Right. We don't really use crazy sales tactics because we just create relationships with people. And our podcast is one of the main ways we create relationships with people. Mm-hmm. So listeners, this is the big one. We're definitely going to be doing an episode or multiple episodes <laughs> about multiple. this part of creating a course to um, creating a course, starting a mastermind, having a membership, doing a retreat to get your podcast going. I'm organizing a retreat for women. <laughs> We're going to be heading down to a warm tropical location in January or February. Where <laughs> Listeners, are you hearing the, this? <laughs> are you hearing? Are you hearing? A few of the details are still, we're, we're ironing out a few details, but within a few weeks, I should be able to announce exactly where the treat's going to be and when it's going to be and start getting people on the wait list for that. That's exciting. You and I have done many, many courses and found our people through our courses. Uh, We have a membership group that we currently, hint, hint, have a $1 trial to Mm -hmm. join our membership (laughs) that will be expiring on July 22nd. So whenever you're listening to this, if as long as it's before July 22nd, click on the link in the show notes and come join our membership for a $1 trial. I just got a hint that this episode is very timely and we need to get it up as soon as possible. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) All right, everyone, really quick recap of our six ways. The first way is that really fun, great for hobbyist podcaster, having some sort of Patreon or a buy me a coffee. Number two, David. Number two is advertising. Uh, Add dollars. Having an ad at the beginning or end of your podcast, there's a couple different ways of doing it. You can either have it where it's a, a paid promotion or you can do um, the ad read yourself a couple mm-hmm. different ways. Yep. Up Not next. our favorite way. Not our favorite way, but, but it does do, work. It does work. Sponsorship. This Yay, one is really fun. We love sponsorship. <laughs> Thank you, Riverside.fm. Thank you, Vocaster or Focusrite with your new Vocaster. Thank you, Earthworks Audio. They have all been sponsors of this show. David. Number four. Number four is affiliate marketing. We yes. love affiliate marketing. It is a, a really fun way of doing things and and getting some surprise dollars in your account that you weren't expecting. It is. <laughs> we just had that conversation last night. I'm like, oh, look what we just got. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so thank you, Riverside, for that fun yeah. surprise last night. <laughs> and Buzzsprout. We get fun surprises from Buzzsprout too. Okay, number five is products and services. We told you about how our cycle cats Cycle Cats, Cycle Chats friends had so much fun with their 
game and monetizing their podcast. Speaking of them, Emily and Stephanie, if you guys are listening, please be ready for an interview because we plan on bringing you in for this one. <laughs> yes, definitely. That was so fun. All right, number six, David, our number favorite. Number six, our number favorite, courses, memberships, uh, masterminds and retreats. Mm -hmm. It's the best way to monetize. Mm -hmm. And, and... Not only are you monetizing, you get to have an intimate connection with the people in your community. You get to see them on a weekly basis and you get to know them and you get to find out about their families and, and their businesses and their hopes and their dreams and their struggles and their triumphs. And you want to talk about creating a powerful, strong, connected community. This That's the way to do it. is the way to do it. Yeah. All right, everyone. We would love for you to come join us in our membership. The $1 trial is still going on. And we hope you have a fun time recording. Have fun recording. Thanks for hanging out with us today. As a special thank you, we invite you to download the free guide in the show notes called The Biggest Mistake Podcasters Make and How to Avoid It. And please take a moment to leave us a review. Well, only if you really like the show. <laughs> <laughs> and come on over and join our free Facebook community. We'd love to have you there. We believe your story is powerful and needs to be heard. And we would love to help you tell it. We've only just begun. Okay, you ready? <laughs> Are we recording? Yes, we're recording. Okay. Always recording, baby. Always recording. Always be recording. Always be recording. Uh, go ahead and say the alphabet so I can no, check your I'm levels. No, I'm not falling for that again. <laughs> I will not be falling for that again. <laughs> you got me one time. You're not going to get me a second. <laughs>